What's up, guys? It's Victor and Ethan from the Egg Tour Podcast, and we're back. We are finally back with another episode. I know our last episode, we said we'd get on top of this more, <laughs> and it's the exact opposite has happened. But we're back now, and today we're talking about Black Adam, the movie that's been in development for, what, 15 years? 15 years. Starring The Rock... Dwayne The Rock Johnson. As what Black a guy. Man. What a way to come back to for us. I think we said we'd be doing like once a month, and it's been like nine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, life happens, but it, I'm pumped to be back. It'll be it'll be fun. This will be a fun one to talk about. It will. <clears throat> I'm not going to say anything about us getting back on schedule, though, until we actually yeah. get back on schedule. Yeah. Um, Just be on the lookout for a new episodes, so... But yeah, should be fun. <clears throat> All right, Ethan, did you want to start this off? Sure. Why not? <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So with Black Adam, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been going on for a year now, I think, saying the hierarchy in the DC universe is about to change. And the overall consensus is that the hierarchy has not changed, which I personally agree with. However, I still loved every second of this movie. Um, this movie wasn't anything out of the ordinary. It was definitely just a middle-of-the-road movie, but I had a hell of a time watching this. I don't think that there was a point where I was just like, oh, this kind of like sucks. It, I mean, it drags in the first like 20 minutes or so, but it still was super fun to watch. Um, the action was off the wall. Um, the JSA was great to watch and be introduced to. Uh, the Rock, I mean, it's The Rock. He had lightning powers and a cool suit. I mean... To be fair, Black Adam doesn't have a lot of like depth to him as far as I know. He could, and I could be totally wrong, but I mean, The Rock kind of did his thing as Black Adam regardless, and it was totally fine for me. So, I mean, I, I, I guess that's about it. The dialogue was pretty shallow, but it and it feels dated, which, no surprise, it's a 15-year in development <laughs> movie. Um, editing was a little odd, but still great i gave it a four out of five on letterboxd which some people would say is probably too high but who cares it's fun it's a good time it's the rock and the powers and the jsa was introduced which was a big bonus for me yeah i mean i always get i always like to do my ratings on a scale of 10 just because for some reason man i've been doing math since i was a kid four out of five to me just sounds like a nine out of ten like i don't do that math yeah. immediately so when i hear four out of five i'm like Dude, that guy gave it a 90 percent. that's insane <laughs> and then i actually do the math and it's like 80 percent. but um yeah i i left this movie theater and i i gave this i went to see it with a couple of my buddies i gave this in like an 8.5 to a nine out of ten um i do agree with ethan on some things that like yeah nothing's really changed um, but I, I did really enjoy my time with this movie. Uh, I'm going to go on a limb. I haven't seen many of the rock movies, but this is, in my opinion, his best role. This is the best right. acting I've seen him do. And it's not because it's the rock doing a really good role. It's because he's playing black Adam. Who's just this yeah. like, you know, absolute some monster. Guy. He's a unit. Yeah. Dude. And especially in this movie, he's a unit. And I can tell that The Rock really enjoyed this role. I mean, like, because oh, yeah. there was nothing sure. that, like, didn't seem, uh, like, terrible 
from The Rock. I mean, like, yeah, like, the dialogue was cringy at times. And, like, um, he does, like, this catchphrase sometimes. And it's in the trailer where he's, like, tell him the man, men in, the man in black <laughs> sent you. And I'm just, like, dude, okay, I don't think Black Adam would say that. But, like, looking at the role as a whole and seeing that The Rock's been trying to get this for, like, 15 years then yeah i'll i'll let those slide it didn't really matter much to me um just hearing that because i was just like dude he's been he i mean it does seem like recently he's been telling us the public about how much work he's been putting in to this movie but like i've been following this guy on instagram for like years because he was one of the first you know how they give you like a couple accounts to follow he was one of the first ones because i'm like dude this guy's jack I heard nothing on Black Adam before, like, two years ago. If that. Yeah. Realistically, there wasn't anything, like, he started talking about this movie after superhero movies, like, took off. Which is, like, I guess that's fair. But, I don't know, like, the fact that this movie's been in development hell for so long and it came out like this is kind of just, like, I'll let it slide because, like, it's a passion project for him. And, like, it was still fun, but it's, like, there's so much more to be desired from this. But I digress, I guess. Yeah. Um, going off what Ethan said, like, the action. The action was amazing in this movie. Uh, there's a couple fight scenes where I was just, like, I was literally leaning forward in my seat. Oh, um, yeah. And I won't <clears throat> get to those just yet. But uh, that was really good. The Justice Society um, being introduced. I didn't really care much for Adam Smasher and Cyclone. They didn't really go much into him. Um, but Hawkman and Doctor Fate, really good job. I, I what what? Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say like with Hawkman, like he has a very confusing backstory. I don't know. If, I'm sure you know about it a little bit. I don't know his backstory. Does okay. it go into his backstory in this movie? In the movie, it does not, and they do a good job for not doing that because it is complicated. So one incarnation, it's either one or there's two or they became one. I don't know. There's one part where Hawkman is reincarnated through several lives as like part of like Egyptian mythology, and Hawkman is in search of Hawkgirl, surprisingly. Um, and he can remember all of his past lives, but she cannot. So he has to like remind her and be like, I'm supposed to be like your chosen one or whatever for the rest of your life kind of thing. But then there's also a different iteration of Hawkman named Carter Hall, which I think is the one we have, but it could be now both. Like I said, I don't know. And he is kind of just like an archaeologist obsessed with like Thanagarian, like um, uh, mythos, which is the hawk people i guess they're from a planet called vanagar it's just confusing that's like a very bad summarization of it i guess but yeah after hearing how you <laughs> described it i'm glad I didn't go it. <laughs> yeah they they need to figure that out in a different movie for hawkman or show glad they didn't touch it in this um dr fate was my favorite character from the jsa i feel like they did go. him the best in the movie he yeah. was the best oh, in the yeah. movie and he's just my favorite i I um I got Injustice 2 on my PlayStation a while ago and I never knew about Doctor Fate until um then and I've been watching YouTube videos about him and then he comes out in this movie and I'm like, Oh shit, Pierce Brosnan's playing him? Like that's gonna be good. Yeah. This guy was golden. Goat, bro. 
And uh, <laughs> so he comes out and he absolutely kills this role in this movie. Um, best character in the movie, in my opinion. I would agree. I mean, it's Pierce Brosnan. You can't really go wrong. He was definitely a standout. And when I saw he was cast, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, The Rock has Pierce Brosnan in his movie. This has got to be something special, right? But he he was definitely a standout. I enjoyed the JSA a lot just because I'm a comic nerd with them. I don't care for them as much as the Justice League, but it was still nice to see like the JSA exists in the DC Extended Universe. Yeah. So just to give a brief synopsis uh, before we get into spoilers of what we thought on this movie, um, I'm going to say it's definitely worth a watch. Um, yeah, I know you can, I think you can get it on Peacock. I don't... Oh, it's already on Peacock? I heard something. That might be... I might be thinking of Halloween Ends. But, um... Yeah, that's Halloween Ends, I'm pretty sure. So, it's definitely worth the theater admittance anyways. Uh, if you like superhero movies at all. If you don't. Um, I mean, if you liked, like, Endgame. And in my opinion, Endgame sucked. Uh... If you like any kind of Marvel movies, you'll enjoy this, regardless of if you hate the DCEU or not. Um, Bro, are you trying to tank our views right now? What's going on, man? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just saying Endgame was bad, dude. I can get into this in a bigger discussion at a later point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it has some failings of any kind of movie. Uh, I see it a lot in, like, superhero movies or just movies in general. Um there's always just seems to be like i won't get into it yet but uh it it was it's worth the watch in my opinion um i thought the rock did a really good job at this um the 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 story was really good for like the first two-thirds of the movie um yeah i agree with that i think it was really good and the characters except like i mentioned adam smasher and cyclone they just didn't get a lot of screen time. I liked them when they were on, but we never really got to know more about them. Um, that's my opinion on the movie. Go watch it if you like superhero movies. And, yeah, it's worth the watch. Yeah, I agree with that. It's uh, If you want super cool action and just the rock, doing the rock things, go go to your theater and watch it. It's fun. I think right. uh, it's time to get into some spoilers, though. Spoilers, alright. Yeah. Go. Um, yeah. So if you, I mean, if you haven't watched it, this is recorded the weekend after opening weekend for the for Black Adam. Um, don't listen. But here you go. Spoiler um, warning, right here. Yeah. Stop listening yeah. if you yeah. haven't <laughs> seen the movie. And if you haven't seen it and you don't care, just continue to listen. All right. Let's um, get into it. Yeah. Uh, the twist kind of threw me off a little bit. Uh, I know they showed in the trailers, but that twist they had with Black Adam, kind of surprising for me. I, I didn't really look into it that hard. The twist? Like with, um, like his son was the champion, and oh. then like his son gave him, him the powers, which fits the Shazam thing, because like Shazam can do that too, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, honestly, that, like I just previously in the past 20 seconds as you can tell i didn't really care much about the twist i mean i didn't see it coming but it was just kind of just like it makes sense for the character yeah but it was kind of just like okay nice yeah 
Yeah, that's right. It's it's like more backstory to a character that like we already got the backstory on. Like we we know like his son gets killed. Um we know his wife gets killed, his family basically gets killed, and he's like I don't want to say he's like a he's an anti-hero you know he has yeah. troubled past that makes him believe like okay these people are bad but instead of locking them up just so they can do it again i'm gonna kill them mm-hmm. and it works i mean yeah. like to a degree now i'm not saying if somebody's robbing your gas station just slaughter them in cold blood yeah but like <clears throat> in in this scenario it's they did a really good job with like advocating his point of view and his reasoning behind it because he's trying to liberate conduct from these, um, what do they call it? Inner inter gang. Yeah. Um, poor, poor usage of inner gang, by the way, in my opinion. I don't even know who inner gang is. I just think it's, I thought it was like a cheesy ass name they just came up with. <laughs> it's like inner. They just. <laughs> it's a uh, they're they're a Superman villain that like uses alien tech to fight Superman. It was cool, like for the tone of or not the tone but like the the themes of like imperialization and shit like that like that was cool and like in the middle east obviously stuff but it's cool but anyways i thought it was just a twist on like it probably is just a twist on like you know we got interpol the international yeah. police and now we have intergang the international <laughs> gang <laughs> it definitely was when it was created but yeah i thought yeah, i didn't they, know they existed before this movie so i was just like really you couldn't come up with something <laughs> a little better than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, I when I first initial watch, I was like, I don't know, he just kind of seems like a good guy to me. But, like, after I just, after my second watch, I kind of see how he's just an anti-hero now because clearly, like, anybody else in the world would be like, why is he just killing everybody? But, like, the, to the people of Kondok, they don't care. Like, they've been under rule or under government like rule for 27 years i think is what they said and now they have somebody that will stick up for them when like superman won't even show up and help them kind of thing which i thought was very very good that they talked about stuff like this because it's true like some of these other countries just don't have heroes like superman batman they don't have a justice league they have black adam for example exactly and they they bring it up in the movie um Cause like there's a scene where Hawkman, you know, the first, this is what I was talking about earlier. The first two thirds of this movie is really good because it's mm. Black Adam versus the Justice Society of America, and that's the best part because it's you're not clashing just like some meathead villain against like the good guys. You're clashing ideals together, and both these ideals they are, work. They, they work. work in certain parts of the world. The Justice Society of America, that's the right thing to do. You know somebody's robbing a robbing a bank or you know murdering people you lock them up you know they don't get let out Mm. but in areas like kondok you see like black adam's reasoning being more true because this country or this area has been under what regime control for 27 years and yeah nobody's helped them nobody's helped them batman has not flown in superman has not flown in wonder woman has not flown in aquaman where is he where's the flash i mean the flash could probably clear this place out in like two minutes but nobody's there because these it's just like a miss underrepresented people and they don't get the justice league or the justice society they don't get their heroes and when 
Black Adam is there, they get their hero. He's not attacking them. He's not a villain to them. He is killing people that rightly, or non-rightly, I guess, deserve to be killed. (laughs) I mean, like, these people are terrorizing kids, beating people up, killing people, and there's nothing going on about it. It's not like they're going to get, you know, 25 years to life if they get caught. They're not getting caught. They, They know what's going on. The police there know what's going on. And it's just happening. So I thought I thought the first two thirds of that movie where they're clashing ideals like that was the best part of the movie. That was like when the, the movie the, was at its peak. Oh yeah. I the geopolitical themes of this movie, top notch. I wish they played into it more. And I mean you're right, the whole first two thirds is just the whole country is under that regime and it's 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 just an issue and then all, all the other issues arise with Black Adam and stuff like that, and then they just fumble the bag with Sabak. The idea of Sabak is cool, don't get me wrong, but it's just Shazam, bad guy. It's just Shazam is a bad guy, and that was it. And it's just some big CGI fight, which I think you were kind of leaning into when you were talking about your review, um, was that these superhero movies kind of just tend to fall into the trap of, okay, theme 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 like really good themes and then boom cgi battle we're gonna drop everything all the character development any issues that we had we're just gonna drop them for a big cgi fight because that's what we want which with dr fate side side note that dr fate fight at the end r.i.p my boy kent uh great fight i don't i'm not saying i don't want to have a good cgi fight you can't just drop the ball like that like if this was a big cgi fight with the jsa versus black adam I would not be complaining, but it's the fact that it's some meathead villain, like you said, that he just spawned out of the water. He literally just spawned out of the water, and I'm supposed to care that Black Adam's showing up now to fight? I could have told you that was going to happen, because at the end of the day, he's the titular character. He is the name on the board that we're watching the movie for, but I don't know. The the Sabak thing was cool, but it it should he shouldn't have been in the movie it's that simple yeah i i feel like i don't know like i i don't think they just like i do agree that they kind of just threw him in there at the end but the plot of him and how he came to be really wasn't it's like muddled i'm 50 50 on it because yeah it's the cgi villain at the end that like the bad guys and the good guys team up for i'm doing air quotes for those who are listening um And it's the same thing that happened in, what, Batman vs. Superman, where it's just, like, Superman says, protect Martha, and then it's all of a sudden... Whoa, whoa, we're not talking about my favorite comic book No, 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 I'm just, saying, I'm just saying they've done it before. They've dropped a CGI <laughs> monster in at the end, and the, and the people who have been fighting before, I'm not going to say good guys or bad guys, yeah. end up just teaming up and fighting it. And then all our differences mm-hmm. are aside. I mean, admittedly, the Batman vs. Superman one and the Black Adam one are completely different, but the the skeleton of the plot point, I guess they're trying to get across, is there. You know, it's mm-hmm. whatever. I've said it before. I do like how they had the crown kind of take some importance during the story. I mean, obviously not really. This is the first two thirds of the movie are like Black Adam versus Justice Society, you know, and the clashing of ideals and Black Adam coming to power and blah, blah, blah. But the crown was always in the story i mean like they were trying to get it they were chasing it down that's why like inner gangs after him i don't like 
how it turned out because it just kind of this one guy who is supposedly dead is back he's a bad guy and he puts the crown on or gets decked puts the crown on turns into sabak and then it's just cgi fight at the end all our differences are forgiven i i didn't hate it but it is the trope that these movies fall into is they have a really strong two-thirds and if they could just find a way to stretch that out a little bit more or just end it instead of putting this trope in this character the cgi character in then it'd be great but they fall into the trap again and it's 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 a mixed bag for me i mean i i don't know sabak like i don't know his i don't know anything about sabak other than the fact that it's the same acronym but like bad for shazam you know what i'm saying yeah but um yeah it was just kind of like eh to me i mean i didn't like it but that's how it went it was still cool to watch but yeah i agree this this movie did undergo, as you can imagine, extensive rewrites in the 15 years that it was in development, as you can imagine. Um, and, I mean, it's apparent throughout the entire thing. Like like I said in my non-spoiler portion, it, the dialogue is so dated. Like, the the NPC goon, when they're raiding the, where the, the, the crown was, the crown was at... Oh my god, he had the absolute worst dialogue I think I've ever heard from any like modern comic book like henchman. What was he saying? Um, I, I don't remember that. He was just like, um oh shit, what did he say? He was just like, Say goodbye to your brother. If you don't come out here like right now, I'm gonna blow his brains out. Something like that. And I was like, Come on, bro. I think I would laugh if you threatened me like that. <laughs> Granted, different it's a movie. It's like a it, it was it felt like an early 2000s superhero movie which it was fun still at the end of the day it tackled good themes like I said um, the editing felt weird too but I, I actually don't know where I was going with this I don't know how <laughs> I got here <laughs> I'd have to see it a second time to get more into points like the editing um, yeah that that's just me being nitpicky it I thought it was fine but there's still things that felt missing yeah uh, one thing I will touch on that are that is good is the action in this movie holy crap man the the fight was, scene between was so creative the fight scene between hawkman and black adam like the first time when they're like flying around oh, and punching each other yeah. oh dude that was sick i was like that laughing was in the theater because i was like like this is sick this is badass yeah. the camera's right on him the whole time just tracking him you're seeing each one of these hits land like finally man I, yeah, I, oh my god, the the action I thought was so creative, especially when you have, like, Adam Smasher, for one, for anybody that's not into, like, comic book stuff, he's literally just Ant-Man. Like, how do you reinvent the wheel on somebody that grows big? You just, I, I don't know, you just do it. You make him kind of clumsy and just make you him a do little funnier. Marvel hasn't done with Ant-Man. They make him big for, like, from what I know, like, two scenes in the whole MCU. I mean, I haven't seen the second Ant-Man or whatever, but they have him super big at the Civil War fight and they have him super big at the Endgame fight. Mm. And I feel like in this movie, they're just like, all right, you don't really see Ant-Man big. Let's make Adam Smasher big. Like and the whole time. Like just make him big the whole fight. Don't make him small. <laughs> exactly. And like, 
I don't know. I, I liked it. it was I did, good. too. And, like, Dr. Fate especially. Like, my girlfriend, she was like, is he just DC's Dr. Strange? I, no, I was like, he was no. created before Dr. Strange. He was. I think it was, like, 43 years before. But, anyways, it to the to the public eye, he you see these heroes that are essentially carbon copies of Marvel heroes, like the, the comparison with Hawkman and Falcon, Cyclone and Storm. But, like, you reinvent the wheel by just doing it, like, slightly differently. I know that sounds stupid, but, like, it worked in this. Like, the action was so creative. Like, I saw complaints, though, with Cyclone. Like, her slow-mo, like, her scenes were all in slow-mo. I personally thought that was perfect just because, like, she's moving so fast and it kind of, like, emphasizes just what she's doing. And she's she just... controls the wind. So yeah, she's just, she's just free-balling. Yeah, yeah, she's going too fast. I, I do like the one scene with Sabak at the end where she makes that whirlwind and then she picks up Adam Smasher and throws him and he starts growing. That was sick. Yeah, then he ends these, up, like, these, the guy. Yeah, that was so cool. Like, the... You cannot deny, like, for them, all four of them, like, essentially grouping together outside of, like, Hawkman and um, Dr. Fate, obviously. All four of them grouping together as a team, they felt in sync. It was so good. Oh, yeah. I loved watching them work together. It was it was so fun watching them combo and essentially juggle Black Adam and Sabak. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I was saying in the non-spoiler part. Is, like, I do like Adam Smasher and Cyclone, and... My gripe wasn't with them or their characters or their actors because I think Noah Centino and whoever, what's the girl's name? Uh, Quintessa Swindell. Quintessa Swindell. I think they did a good job oh, for yeah. the time they were given. I wish they would have been given more time, but, you know, it's that, that was my only issue with them because I thought they were really good. I thought they could have been at least up to the level of Hawkman. I don't oh, think yeah. Hawkman's character, by the way. In this movie, he seemed really weird. Like that's that's his whole stick. That's just Hawkman. That's he's Hawkman? just a weird guy. Yeah, he's just a weird, awkward guy. That's it. <laughs> okay, so for anybody who hasn't seen the movie and who doesn't care about spoilers, Hawkman fights Black Adam the first time, gets his ass beat. They fight some bad guys together, and they're like quote unquote on a team. They're griping with each other while they're fighting, and then after he goes up to Black Adam again, he's like, "Yeah, I want to fight you again, buddy." And then Black Adam just beats the beats his ass again. That's the whole movie. That's the whole movie. <laughs> and then he gets like absolutely embarrassed in the second fight. He do, I don't even think he hits Black Adam like more than twice. No, in the that's the one in the apartment, right? Yeah. Yeah, he literally just grabs him by the wings and starts fucking throwing him around like it's like he's a toy. That was so funny. It was it was hilarious. And then so they fight they go back, whatever, they're chasing the crown, whatever. Black Adam has this rage thing that decimates an area. They get the crown back. Black Adam goes back to his quote-unquote throne of the city of Conduct, be their champion, their hero. Hawkman shows up again. He walks up behind him. He's like, so we gonna, we, what did he say? He's like, we really doing this again? And I'm like, yeah, Dude, he's... <laughs> you are 0-2. You don't get to be saying that. <laughs> Like, you got your ass beat the first time. Yeah, Admittedly, he's it was too confident. And then the second time, he just gets, like, embarrassed. And then he's just yeah. like, you gonna keep running from me, Black Adam? <laughs> like, not, nah, dude. He's doing you a favor by not fighting you. And he comes he, back for Black a third Adam, time. 
<laughs> Black Adam's like, he's even like, why are we doing this? We know nobody can stop me. Nobody as in you, bro. Hawkman, you hate shit is what he's saying. That was so funny. He um, gives up his powers because he doesn't want to beat Hawkman's ass. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> he's like, I got woken up from 5,000 years of slumber just so I can fight a dude in a hawk costume? What's going on here, man? And the best part, too, is uh, Dr. Fate, Kent Nelson, he's just like, ah. Eh. I'll let him, I'll let him fight. Like the second fight, he's just like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna sit on the side on this one. I don't really care who wins. I thought it was hilarious. He's like sitting on this chair while they're fighting in this apartment. And it's like a closer, smaller scale fight. They're just fighting in this apartment. And Dr. Fate's sitting on a chair and Black Adam like punches Hawkman close to the chair, like over the chair. Dr. Fate just teleports to the other side of the room and he sits down again. And I'm just like, <laughs> This is hilarious. Like, that's why Dr. Fate... I don't know. That's why he's so good, in my opinion. Because, like... He's not, like... I mean, Dr. Fate in the comics isn't really, like, a good guy. And I feel like they touched on that a little bit in this. Because if he was, like, a good guy, he'd be like, Black Adam, you have to stop. I'm gonna, like, try and team up with Hawkman to stop you. You're beating up my friend. He's just kind of sitting there, and he's just like, duke it out. You're gonna lose, Hawkman. He's like, nothing's gonna come of this. And the best part too is like he tells Hawkman, he's like, Yeah, you're my good friend, man. As he watched him get his ass beat. Not once, but twice. And he's like, Ah, but you die too, by the way. And he's like, Oh <laughs> This is not Hawkman's movie if everything yeah. went according to plan. Yeah. I think I think my, my first review for Black Adam was just I would watch I would pay to watch two hours of just Dr. Fate watching Black Adam and Hawkman duke it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially with those fight scenes, man. If you just oh, have yeah. a whole two-hour movie of just Hawkman and Black Adam fighting, I mean, obviously with tension That's what that movie was. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, better non-fighting air- scenes where it's just Black mm-hmm. Adam versus Hawkman? Oh, yeah, dude. That'd be insane. It would be. Um... I cannot believe they killed Kent Nelson. I mean, I I can't say I'm a Dr. Fate apologist, but I I know that there's other people that hold the Dr. Fate mantle. I just am not accustomed to it. I'm used to Kent Nelson being Dr. Fate. But, I mean, I, I can't imagine Pierce Brosnan would want to sign a multi-picture deal on a cinematic universe that can't even fucking run right now, and it's been alive for 10 years at this point. Yeah, that's why I feel like... Because, I mean, the whole idea behind Dr. Fate is it's kind of like kind of like moon knight or it's kind of like somebody where like a champions or like somebody is picked when the other one dies or gives up the role um i do like how they did it because like you said like i don't think pierce bronson in his age i'm not saying he like he's old and he can't act i'm just saying that it is a risky deal to sign on to like a multi like a franchise like a dceu or an mcu so late especially when the dceu has been as rocky as it's been um oh yeah there's there's no continuity yeah i think they they killed this role and the good thing is is they don't go into dr fate's background so now if they choose to either make a show or a movie about dr fate where he's the sole focus they could really do a good job on the backstory of dr fate because you got to introduce somebody new who's going to get picked. And you go into how he gets picked or whatever. 
how mm. he comes upon the helmet and in that he discovers like the whole thing of order because that's all the that's all dr fate is he's like holding yeah out, K- like, order yeah I, enemy I, think I saw, yeah, the the sorcerer of chaos and whatever he said on his suicide attack. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I think I saw somewhere that said uh, Kent Nelson was coming back with Pierce Brosnan, whether it's like a prequel thing or like a JSA prequel thing. So I mean, I don't know how much that holds true, but that would be kind of sick to see like a younger Pierce Brosnan or how open he'd be to returning for a short little cameo or something but that i do hope cool. we get to see yeah it would be pretty sick i do hope we get to see more dr fate in the future of the dceu because i don't know anything about the magic side of this universe and it'd be kind of nice to learn a little bit more yeah um i was gonna um, say something i'm trying to remember you oh. can go ahead if you have it oh um i was just gonna talk about like how cool it was to see the it, Amon, I think it was his name, the, the boy, the kid. Oh, yeah. Um, which I will say the, the mom and the son, great inclusions, I thought. I think they could have had a little bit more screen time, believe it or not, but I thought they did great. Um, I, I kind of sympathized with the kid a lot just because, like, he's a person of color as, as I am, and it was, like, nice to see a kid be inspired by somebody that looked like him. Granted, The Rock's not Middle Eastern, but, like... the by that token you know yeah like somebody that he can relate to and that that was nice like as an asian american there's only so much that i can relate to i think i've talked about this somewhere don't want to get like too weird about this but it was it was just cool to see stuff like that and like i could relate to him on that level but yeah and it's also cool seeing that like i mean in the opening black adam gets knocked out by this like rocket that has like a magic thing in it which we never end up seeing again Oh, his kryptonite? <laughs> yeah, his, like, Eternium or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Um, he gets knocked out, so the mom and the kid take him back to their apartment or their house, and he wakes up from a nightmare and, like, immediately laser blasts, like, a Superman poster that the kid has. And it's nice because this kid obviously knows about superheroes. He knows about Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, the Justice League at this point. But nobody, like he said before, and, like, the first two-thirds of the movie emphasizes is that nobody's come to help them. So now he has this hero that's from Kandak 5,000 years ago, you know, represents his people and helps liberate them. And, like, so now Black Adam to him is more of, like, a Superman. His Superman. Yeah, exactly. it's his Superman. I mean, that's they did a really good job at, like, adding the mother and the son in this movie was, like, a really good way to personalize all of Kandak into these two characters. Because they were kind of explaining to, like, the Justice Society that, like, look, we've had nobody here. Like, these people are all under authoritarian thing, which is what we've talked about before. But they do a really good job of, like, putting that into characters that don't feel just injected for that point. They carry other plot points. Um, They carry a significance for the kid seeing Black Adam as his superhero or as his Superman. And they also Mm -hmm. do a good job of, like, representing the city in these two characters. That was my opinion yeah a good that, job you, at making you care a little bit more because you have these people that's not just a crowd cheering for black adam when he's killing people but they are actively like voicing their side which is in support of black adam's reasoning 
they they felt like real people like they felt like people i would want to converse with in real life they didn't feel like npcs that got thrown into the movie or anything exactly they felt relatable they felt personable again some things were missing as this movie happens to have with everything but it felt good to see people like them like discuss like real world issues in a superhero world which Side note, I think the DCEU does a very good job at tackling like real-world issues in their cinematic universe. Um, Man of Steel, BVS, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Snyder 3, obviously. Uh, Wonder Woman does a good job at it. Aquaman. Uh, I think Shazam touches on it a little bit. And then now Black Adam. I mean, all of these movies tackle pollution, like just immigration, st- political issues. Just a great job all around. Bravo. Yeah. Anyways, that's my tangent. <laughs> oh, you're good, dude. Um, any <coughs> final closing marks before? Did you want to talk about the post credit scene? Right now? Yeah. Yeah, we might as well. I mean, that's what everybody watched Black Adam for, right? Nobody yeah. watched it for The Rock. <laughs> I mean, hell, they talked about it for the whole fucking marketing thing that I'll get into later. But um, yeah, I mean, he's back. Superman is back. Henry Cavill is back as the boy in blue. The blue Boy Scout is back, played by the one and only Henry Cavill. Um, He announced today officially, what was it, October 24th on his own Instagram that it is true. He is back wearing the tights with the cape. I, I mean... I follow rumor mills all the time, and I knew this was coming, but I was still ecstatic. I mean, this man was born to play Superman. From the second I saw him in Man of Steel in 2013, like, he made me give a shit about Superman. Him and Zack Snyder, I didn't care. Like, before this, he was just an overpowered dickhead. But now I, like, care. I care about Superman. Like, this is music to my ears that he's back. Yeah. I. The only thing I've... I mean, I watched, you know, justice league animated series growing up and stuff like that yeah superman was kind of just this basically like this jar of mayonnaise who's fighting for the good good old country the american way truth justice in the american way and then i mean but i never like didn't like him i was always just like all right he's to me he's not as interesting as like batman because batman's like fighting against the cops and the bad guys as well you know stuff like that I mean, not really so much in the animated series, but more in the movies and the the DC animated movies. So anyways, I watched back in, this must have been 2017 or 2016, The Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller's version. And I'm not going to get into that too much, but Superman's kind of just this, like, dog on a leash for the U.S. government. (laughs) And that's when I was kind of just like, all right, dude, really? And then... Then I watched the Man of Steel movies and the Batman vs Superman and the Zack Snyder's Justice League. Henry, you're right. Henry Cavill did make me care more about Superman. I don't care about him as much as you do, because that's a whole different level. Yeah, that's but, a uh, different. But no, I do worm. care about him. And seeing that end credit scene, I was giggling. I mean, like I knew it was coming. I had it spoiled yeah. for me on Facebook. But um, really, uh, I saw that and I was still giggling. I was like, oh, dude, he's back. <laughs> i'm so excited yeah my reaction was the same i mean i saw it a week before when they did the the press screenings that leaked online i didn't want to watch it I, that was a lie i watched it um i when it comes to spoilers i like watch them i don't know why 
Um, but I was still giddy in my seat to see it in live action, like in person. My girlfriend was like, you knew this was coming. I was like, I know. I'm still excited, though. He's back. And then the Instagram post, too, she was like, you knew this was happening. I was like, I know. He's back. Um, I know. I saw that today, and I was just like, oh, man. Like, just hearing it, back. like, firsthand from him. Oh, yeah. Makes it so much better. And the fact that he's, like... He knows, like, he is so grateful for this opportunity, too, just because, like, like, the Rock, like, the fans, like, if it wasn't for those two things, like, he wouldn't be Superman again. Exactly. Warner Brothers actively tried to remove him as Superman because he was attached to Zack Snyder, which, different can of worms. Um, and it's just insane, like, how he's back. The whole, because, I mean, he got cast in 2013 to be Superman, and... Ten years later, he still got one movie to his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if I normally don't like scratch that, I really like it. Just ignore what I previously said. I really like what The Rock did in this movie and outside of this movie because he went to Warner Brothers to be like, "I want Henry Cavill as Superman in this post-credit scene." Yeah which ended up getting Henry Cavill's movie. He did a great job with this movie because he was, I'm pretty sure he was a producer on this movie at this point. He did a, it was his production company. A, a surprisingly good job with the production of this movie. He did a great job acting in this movie. And like, I don't know, a movie that's been 15 years in the making, he obviously cares about it enough, mm-hmm. a lot, to... <clears throat> push for it for these 15 years and you can tell he loves the fans he knows what the fans want you know Mm -hmm. nobody wanted some new superman guy to come in Mm -hmm. everybody wanted henry cavill back and they got him and that for this movie and for the future of the dceu i love what the rock did and i love the rock for it i honestly i walked out of that theater and i was like warner brothers better keep the rock as a consulting agent for like these future movies or Realistically, projects yeah because like he did a great fucking job with this he did amazing with this i mean for the type of movie that came out yeah there are some problems with it but you see that in like all these other kinds of movies the black adam was amazing to me i'd watch it again i just don't have the time fair but like it, it's <clears throat> it was good it was really good for The Rock because it shows me at least that like he cares and it's not just this I'm in a superhero movie. Watch this superhero movie. He got the fans what they want. Yep. And I will appreciate it he, for that. And I don't know if it's his WWE side to him, but that's that's the consensus online too, is that he listens to the fans and that was another thing he talked about in his interviews. He's like, um, that I've been talking about this hierarchy of power and the DC universe changing, and it's he's now he's saying it's a they're listening to the fans kind of thing, which I'll believe it when I see it. Outside of the fact that Henry Cavill's back, you know, like let's yeah. see what they do going forward now. Like, yeah, you brought back Henry, and I'm so grateful, but I want to see what you guys are doing now going forward. Where's that 10 year plan you guys keep talking about? But, um, more about the cameo, he looked great suit looks top notch um i think this is the best he's ever looked in the suit um i loved his look in zack snyder's justice league with the black and silver but god damn (laughs) i love me that blue and red suit the yellow looks pretty good the online like with the leaks and stuff it looked a little orange 
Yellow looks fine. Looks perfect. Blue, great. Red is good. Even with the curl, I was never a fan of the curl. Fucking worked. I don't know how, <laughs> but it worked. <laughs> yeah, it did. I was I was excited to see him. He looked really good in the suit. I mean, but dude, Henry Cavill always looks good. I don't think I've seen yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But Justice League 2017. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, like that thirst trap of him building a PC. Ooh. Ooh. He knew what he was doing um, there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I, I want to squash an issue I see online, too, with Superman going to Waller's beck and call. Um, he's not working for the government. Um, he is working with the government. There's a difference. Him and the Justice League have established that they will not work for Amanda Waller or the government. That was the whole shtick of Man of Steel and Batman v Superman and then the Justice League. Um, I think that... Superman believes in, like, just utmost care for people, obviously. And he's just kind of like, hey, man, like, I get what you're doing, so we just need to have a little chit-chat here. He wasn't going because Waller told him, like, you need to do this or else. He was just like, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Let me uh, see what's going on, and we'll, we'll figure this exactly. out Exactly, like, this could be a problem, but I'm going to go and talk it out first. Yeah, and not Waller's as a government like, dog. Shend all the people that can beat your ass. Yeah, like he's not a government dog that people no. want to make him be. It's Superman caring. I don't know what people got lost in translation there, but I think it's fine that he works with Waller. Yeah. Um. Any final notes? I got one big thing I want to talk about, but no, it's going to be like I mean, a half effort. I haven't really done too much research into it. No, I mean, I, again, I enjoyed Black Adam. I had my gripes with it, but I had a super good time with it. The Rock, for me, was the Rock in the suit, but uh, JSA definitely carried this for me. Solid two-thirds. Last third was pretty meh, but it was fine. Um, I want to see more JSA. Um, side note, this should have been a JSA movie with Black Adam as the villain. Just gonna throw that out there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Uh, I hope to see more JSA stuff. I kind of don't want to see another Black Adam movie, but I'll watch it again just because, like, it's The Rock doing his thing. I'm sure he'll fight for another one. But had a good time. Can't wait to see what the DCEU brings to the store. As I am a DCEU shill. Uh, but yeah. All right. The last thing I wanted to get into and. The reason why I said I'm going to half-ass this is because I haven't done too much investigation into it reading critic reviews. I don't know why this movie is critically bombing. The audience loves it. It's sitting at a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. The critics, let me see what the critics are saying right now. It's it's a lot in part to the comparisons with Marvel I've seen, but there's obviously but more. That's the thing. It's sitting at a 39%. On oh, it's gotten that low 223 critic reviews at a 39 percent versus a 90 percent audience score with 5,000 plus verified ratings i don't know what this is um i don't know why the critics are ripping it like this i watched one critic review i watched ign's version of the review their not their version their review and all they did was compare it to Marvel. And it's disgusting, dude. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, sure, Marvel did comic book movies. Like, they, like, pioneered this. I don't want to say pioneered, but they steamrolled this 
franchise thing where you always have a comic book movie coming out, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, is going into every movie, you critically have to separate it from every other movie. And that's the thing. None of these critics seem to be doing that. They call it cheaper, trashier compared to Marvel movies. But that's the thing. You're not analyzing it as Black Adam, as a DCEU movie. Now, I'd get if there was if it connected a bunch of things from other DCEU movies. Like if it was like Zack Snyder's Justice League and the character of Batman was completely different than what he was in the Batman vs. Superman. You can address that. That's fine. But the thing is, is... They just trashed it because it's, according to them, not as good as Marvel. Dude, this movie to me is better than a lot of, like, Marvel B-tier movies or shows. It's, it is, and it's, it just sucks to see this movie getting trashed critically because, well, I, I think it did a perfect job at doing what it was supposed to do. And, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm just really mad about that. So when I see random. Thor Love and Thunder has what is it Thor what's Thor Love and Thunder's um Rotten Tomato score which by the way that movie is hot garbage oh yeah um There's I, I think that's one that of I don't know if there was one good thing <laughs> There's 50% th- of a good thing That's fair and that's Christian When when I see Thor Love and Thunder is at 64% on Rotten Tomatoes and then Black Adams at 39 I I just don't believe it. I just don't buy into it. Um, I I mean, I don't think Rotten Tomatoes is a good metric to determine if movies are good or bad. Just go watch a movie, enjoy it. Um, at the end of the day, it's your opinion that matters on what you watch. Um, yeah. I, I I saw too online somebody was like, why don't we just review black adam like what it's supposed to be what it was meant to execute not like it's some next upcoming like cinematic piece of artwork just review it like it's a dumb fun action movie and let it be its thing like don't need to dog it and that's all i went into like my expectations of black adam was that it was going to be a dumb action superhero flick and it did better than my it did way better than my expectations oh yeah i went i lowballed the hell out of this movie oh yeah I did too. And then I watched it and I was like, why did I lowball this? Yeah. Not why did I lowball this. I guess that's justified. But like, look, after that movie theater, I looked back on what I thought before watching the movie and I was like, I was so wrong. And I love when a movie does that. Mm, it was, it was, it was a nice, nice palette refresher after everything Marvel's released. Yeah. Um, they're releasing too much, in my opinion. And this was just a nice, like, by the way, we still exist. Yeah. And it was good. It was good. Yeah. I'm um, excited to see where they take it. The future yeah. of DCEU. I'm I'm pumped, bro. The fact that Aquaman and Wonder Woman did good kept this franchise alive from rebooting. If those two movies tanked new DC universe, Black Adam would not be existing right now. Yeah. Or it would be part of a new cohesive universe. Now we're gonna see but how the Flash does. The Flash will be the newest movie that will determine where this universe is going and we have to wait till i think july 2023 and that's if ezra miller can stay out of allegations <laughs> I got my that's own a diff- beef with that but whatever yeah that's that's another issue um i do want to mention my dce ranking right now and where i place black adam in it okay. um 
did you want the full ranking or did you want me to just say where I have Black Adam? Um, let me pull up the DCEU movies myself. Um, so there, there's, there's 12 movies with one show. The show is Peacemaker. Um, I don't have Peacemaker in here, but I f think I have a good idea of where I'd throw it. Let me see if I can <clears throat> find the movies. You can go ahead and, um... Okay. Um, so at number 12, I have Joss Whedon's Justice League on there for obvious reasons. I know it's it's still considered canon as of right now to the DCEU, so it's in there. For obvious reasons, it's at the bottom, um, which I'll get into whenever we discuss Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, number 11, Wonder Woman 1984. It was fun for what it was, but at the end of the day, it was still dog shit. Uh... Suicide Squad, um, just complete corporate mess. Um, that's another issue that will be talked about on a later date. Uh, so these next nine entries um, I have are all movies that I enjoy, but these are just like rewatchability, stuff like that. So then it goes Shazam, then Aquaman. I place Black Adam at number seven. The Suicide Squad, directed by James Gunn, at number six. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn at five. Wonder Woman, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, Ultimate Edition, and then Zack Snyder's Justice League at number one. Okay. I'd have to get a bit more time to make my own list because looking this up, there's quite a bit I'm looking at right here. So. Um, yeah. But I, I think I'd put I'd definitely put Black Adam in like my top five. Really interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's I mean obviously it's your opinion it's that's just an interesting take. I uh, like I said I'd have to get more time to actually rank these movies and sit down and watch them. Not necessarily all of them because I do not want to see Josh Whedon's Justice League again, but um, I would have to sit and take some time and like think about it before i actually made a list but judging from all these i'd say i'd put it in my top six top five that's yeah i mean it's it's not bad it, it wasn't bad it wasn't great it was fun it was more rewatchable than shazam and aquaman in my opinion and i really enjoyed aquaman but there's only so many times i can watch arthur get exploded by surprise explosions <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um any, do you have anything else that you want to talk about here? No final <clears throat> remarks from me. What a way to come back. Talking about the hierarchy of power changing in the DC <laughs> universe. The hierarchy of power not changing in the DC universe, but... No. Really good it's movie. still a good time. <laughs> still fun. Yeah. Well, that wraps it up, right? Yeah, I think so. I think that was a good mm -hmm. way to go. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, this was I a fun one to do. Talking about this, yeah. Yeah, I was looking forward to doing this one. Um, but yeah, go check out Black Adam. Go support The Rock. Go change the power of the DC universe. Go change the hierarchy of power yourselves. And yeah, go have fun. Enjoy the rest of your week and whatever you do um we'll probably record another one soon we probably won't i don't know just be on the lookout yeah i'm not saying anything our next episode <laughs> i'll give you a hint we've talked about it a lot in this 
We've talked about a considerable amount. Yeah, I think, yeah, too much. I talk about it too much. <laughs> I don't talk about it. But, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys, right. and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Egg Tour Podcast. Have a good one.